Welcome to the It Starts With You podcast. This is all about teaching, motivating, and inspiring you to go after the thing you want, to intentionally pursue the career and the life that you desire, and knowing that at the core of it all, it starts with you. You getting out of your own way, making the choice to do it, and relentlessly and authentically pursuing it. I'm your host, Julie Menden, an entrepreneur, high-performance coach, speaker, and the person in your corner helping you to realize that you are capable of whatever it is you choose. With solo and guest episodes, we are going to dive into action so that you can show up with confidence as the leader in your life to achieve your goals and to make this life matter. It all starts with you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back. Today, we are gonna talk about one of my favorite topics, which is resilience. How do you bounce back when life just keeps smacking you across the face? Does anyone ever feel like that? Like it's just like thing after thing after thing keeps coming and you're just like trying to stay afloat. How do people do that? Like I can think of people too that have just had these crazy things happen in their life and they just always seem to bounce back and come back even stronger. That's resilience. We're going to talk about that today. And I love to talk about this. This is actually one of the topics that I talk about in one of my keynote talks where we talk about building your resilience and building the mindset to be able to be more resilient. And then it's also something that I just continually work on and that I help clients with as well is this idea of resiliency because we can't stop life from happening, but we get to choose how we respond. And a lot of life happens to all of us, right? Work things, personal things, like these things that just happen. How do people who can bounce back, like how do they do it? And so when I always think about this, I think back to how I used to be because this is not something that I think was natural for me. So when I throw back to when I was a kid, and I've talked about this before, but I was this like high achiever, this straight A student, follow the rules, do what you're told, and stay within the box of this perfectly curated life that I had created for myself. And I put so much pressure on myself all the time. And if something went wrong, it would cripple me. Not from an external perspective, like I always could keep going and... I would still, you know, as a kid, like even if something went wrong, I still like was able to maintain grades. I still was able to, you know, externally like perform as my high achiever, but internally. And that's what I find is really interesting is, you know, some people it shows up when they're really burnt out or defeated. It shows up for them more internally and you wouldn't ever really know it, right? And that's the one we have to worry if people aren't handling things as well as maybe we think they are. Or sometimes it shows up externally and those people... Sometimes, you know, they might lash out, they might get really emotional, they might get frustrated, but the emotions are coming out. I actually think it's almost more scary when we shove them down and we don't address how much everything that's coming at us is impacting us. And so, you know, when I think back to as a kid, like I had put so much pressure in all the way up until like kid growing through high school, going through college my early years in my career, put so much pressure on myself. And until the last couple of years where I've done the work to really understand mindset and more of the space that I'm in now, did I really build up those muscles to be able to handle this? Like be able to have the podcast, to have been in a book, to be a speaker on stages. Like I couldn't have got there if I hadn't done the work that I've done the last couple years to really dig in and figure out how do I bounce back when things don't go my way so that it doesn't cripple me. And 
you know, I was always looking to other people to validate me and to get me through those things. And now I look to myself and what do I need? So, and I've talked a little bit about my story before, but some of the things that had happened where it was like, oh, life just kind of hits you. So back in 2018, when I had, you know, I was overwhelmed with things going on at work and I had my health issues that had came up, but but we didn't know what it was at that point. It kind of just felt like life was just like hitting me. And I felt like I was losing my identity at that point because this thing that I was doing for work no longer was feeling aligned and my health was like all wackadoodle because we didn't know what was going on. They said it was viral meningitis. And so I kind of felt like I was losing my identity. And I think again, from an external perspective, it seemed like maybe I was handling it well, but internally I was feeling really defeated and I was feeling really negative and I was feeling really overwhelmed and I was carrying that with me. And that's not resilient. That's not, I wasn't bouncing back. I was just like trudging through it, right? And so then really the catalyst for me to really start working on building that resilience was when I went to that Tony Robbins event. So I went to that Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event in 2019 and that really pivoted where I was headed and what I ended up doing, but also it had a much even bigger shift internally for me to realize that I had a lot more power and I was a lot more capable of handling all of these things and seeing how life was happening for me instead of to me. And that's part of being more resilient is realizing that these things that are happening are not happening to you over and over. They're happening for you to build you stronger. And I think even there, they talked about these examples of like all these things that keep coming, they're to make you stronger. Like if you want to climb that mountain, if you've got really big aspirational goals in your personal professional life, all of these things you need to go through is building up your strength and your muscles so that you are strong enough to reach the, the top of that mountain. And without those things, you wouldn't be prepared. And when I started to see it that way, for me, everything really started to shift. And so as as I started to dive more into the space and not only help develop myself, but help other people, I started to really think about what are the things that really build resilience? Like what are the things that people do and why this is so important is First of all, this has a ripple effect into every area of your life, right? If you're not able to bounce back, like life is going to happen. Things are going to happen. And if you crumble under it every single time, it's really hard to reach your potential. And I always come back to that statistic from Positive Intelligence where 80% of people fall below the mental fitness needed to reach peak performance and potential, which means only 20% of people are reaching their full potential. Well, those 20% of people you can bet your butt that they have resiliency, that they have worked on building this and really harnessing the power of being resilient and building their mindset so that, because do those 20% of people that reach their potential, have they not gone through things? No, usually those people, the people that you see that are like reaching their full potential and doing the thing that they said they really wanted to do, they are usually the ones that have been through the most. So we can use them as almost case studies, right, for why this is so important. And we also know that when people build these things up, you see an increase in a lot of different areas. Like you see an increase in performance. You see an increase in being more creative. You see an increase in, if you're a leader, in the success of your teams. So it's really important to work on how we do that. And so I actually go through and examine like what are the things that we can do to really build our resilience the first thing is start by defining I think for everybody 
you know, it's a, it can vary, it can change a little bit, but it's really your ability to bounce back from adversity, right? So your ability to bounce back from adversity. So I would challenge you to think about where do you think you're at right now? If you had to rate yourself on a scale of one to five, one being I have no resilience, I, I kind of crumble when things aren't going perfectly or the right way or when life comes at me or five being I'm really resilient I really can bounce back where do you think you land right now and really think about that and I think again one of the quotes that really helps me to remind this uh, of this is like is life is life happening to you or is it happening for you right because there are a lot of moments and things that are outside of our control that we cannot control that happen to us but we control how we respond right? We get to choose how we respond and therein really lies the power. So I want to go over a couple things that you can do to build, I always say like the resilient muscles. I talk about mental muscles, but it's also like these resilient muscles. What are the things you can do to build your resiliency? And the first thing is to develop your self-awareness, right? So I talk about this a lot. First, you need to be aware of how do you currently respond when you're experiencing a stressor? When something happens to you, does it completely knock you down and do you stay stuck in that thing and not able to move past, right? That person that's like, of course this happened to me. Stuff like this always happens. How long do you stay there? Are you able to bounce back? We have to start from a place of self-awareness first, right? And really being able to be aware of ourself and how we are responding. And a really good way that you can do that, as I've talked about this before, but the, the, the model of your thoughts create your feelings, which create your actions, which create your results. If you want a different result, if you want to be able to bounce back easier, if you want to be more resilient, if you're failing to achieve a goal that you really want because you feel like you keep getting knocked down, to change the result, we need to go back and examine the thoughts that's creating that result for us. So what are you thinking? Are you thinking, you know, I'm just not this way. I'm just not a resilient person. Well, of course you're not then because you just put that label on yourself. You put yourself in that box. How can you shift your own thinking around it so that you can reset that domino effect and tell yourself the things that you want to be true for yourself instead of telling yourself a story about what may or may not be true, right? Because that's something that you're doing. And what we resist persists, right? If we don't become aware of and address those thoughts that we're having, they're going to come spilling out, right? I always use this example of like I was really good at kind of like shoving my emotions down and when tough things were happening it's it's okay it's fine right trying to just be positive but I wasn't actually allowing myself to feel those things or to experience them and identify those feelings and when you do that they're going to at some point come spilling out usually in a way that you don't want right we need to sometimes sit in that feeling instead of just moving past it which really brings me to the second thing to build your resilience is to give yourself grace and compassion right how often do you allow yourself to actually feel the emotions that you have i know for me i didn't i identified myself as not an emotional person and in doing that what really happened is i was just hiding my emotions and i didn't necessarily know how to handle them until i would get to that point of burnout or really frustration and if you can actually learn to give yourself grace and acknowledge like wow i feel really overwhelmed like I just need a minute. What do I need? Like, what do I need right now? Asking yourself, what do I need? Right now? Like, this this thing happened, then this thing happened, this thing happened. Like, I just need 
a minute and giving yourself compassion to say that's okay that actually that pause helps build your resilience instead of trying to shove it down or push past it and what you focus on expands right so I love this I love this saying as well what you focus on expands so when I think of you know, all of the things that kind of led me to really focusing on resilience and helping people with it is, you know, so we had those tough years. We had 2019 where I went to Tony Robbins and then we had, you know, coming into 2020, obviously everything that happened in 2020. And then we had, you know, I was home with my son and I was with with the pandemic and I'm home with my son with the pandemic and we're building businesses and all of these things, right? Just all of these things just kept happening. And then 2021, I felt like was a blur. Like, I don't know if anyone else felt like 2021 was a blur, but I felt like it was a blur over here. And so then we had a lot of other things happen at the end of 2021. We come into 2022, you thinking like, this is our year. Like, this is the year. And 2022, as I've talked about before, ended up being one of the toughest years that we had. And when Jake got diagnosed with cancer and I had all these health things that we didn't know what they were. And in that moment, we had a choice. Like we could keep focusing on the things that were going wrong or we could choose to focus on all of the things that were going right. And we could choose to see the positive and really focus on what is the opportunity for us in this situation. And that's what we started really trying to do, right? Because we knew that what we focus on would expand. And if we focused on the negative and all the things going wrong, that's what we would see more of. So the third thing that you can do to build your resilience is practice gratitude and affirmations. The more that we anchored into gratitude and being grateful for what we already had, the more that we saw that, right? So really anchoring into gratitude, especially in the times that it's really hard. So I started years ago, I started every morning writing five things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's really easy and I've got all of these things. And sometimes it's really hard and it feels like I'm like, I'm grateful for this cup of coffee. I'm grateful for the sunshine. But when you intentionally seek out things to be grateful for, that sets your day up. And then also I started doing more affirmations. So when you start doing that, you're more able to focus on the things that you want. So affirmations are things like, I am grateful and I am positive and I am confident and I am resilient. Like telling yourself you're resilient instead of telling yourself things you're not good at, making sure that you really focused on telling yourself things you are good at. And the next thing, so what you can do with that is focus on, you know, five things you're grateful for. I would really encourage you to start doing this in your day, either at the front end or the tail end of your day, or maybe even both. And then starting to write I am affirmations. The other saying I love is where focus goes, energy flows. So as I've shared before, you know, I'm happy to say that after Jake had, you know, gotten the call about cancer and he went through the procedure that he is now cancer free and I instantly thought about all of the people that got a very different phone call. So when he got that phone call saying that, you know, you no longer have cancer, we got it, you're good for now, right? Um, We're going to keep watching then I instantly thought about all the people who get a very different phone call. And I just had so much gratitude, right? But I still was dealing with a lot of different health issues myself. You know, I've shared that before. And until August of 2022, we didn't know what it was. And then when I got the Lyme's disease, kind of the late stage Lyme's disease, co-infections, mold, like gut things, like I had all these things. And I could have just been 
so mad that it took so long and I could have been so frustrated but I really genuinely think because of all of the work that I had done I remember feeling overcome with emotion when they called me with the results because I was grateful to have those results which sounds strange but I was so relieved to have answers and have a plan then of what we could do and I was so proud of myself for all the things I had overcome and all the things I was able to still do while I was dealing with all of this stuff and I realized that then the fourth thing to build your resilience was to put things into perspective and I didn't necessarily realize it at the time but now in hindsight now when I go back and think what are the things I have done what are the things that people do is I put things into perspective so that's the next thing you can do to build your resilience is put things into perspective and think through what lens am I viewing this situation if you're looking through this like tunnel vision of bad negative everything's happening that's what you're gonna see right and you can't even see what the opportunities are or what the solutions are so really check your perspective and ask yourself things like What story am I telling myself about this? And how true is that for me really? Or even asking yourself like, what is the opportunity in this? Like even something as tough as cancer or healthing or something that happens at work that feels so big and heavy, asking yourself, what is the opportunity? And really challenging yourself to come up with an answer really builds those muscles. And then the last thing to build your resilience is mental fitness. So talked about this a little bit before, but you build bigger muscles one rep at a time, right? If we think of physical fitness, you build bigger muscles, you run faster one rep at a time, one run run at a time. And I can tell you that the reason that, you know, I can intentionally now seek out gratitude and opportunities and even in those really hard moments is because of building those things, right? Because I've intentionally put the time in to do this and all of those little things have added up. And when you do it in the small moments, then when really big things happen to you, you've built up the muscles to do it. So when we talk about mental fitness, it's your capacity to respond to life's challenges with positive rather than negative mindset. And getting into the brain, if we're constantly operating from that survival mode, that's in parts of our left brain, parts of our limbic system, parts of our brainstem, like that fight or flight, and it's taking over. And it's really hard to see opportunity to think creatively. And when we can learn to actually pause in the moments that are really challenging and choose how we want to respond we actually activate parts of our right brain which has our and then also parts of our middle prefrontal cortex or empathy circuitry parts of our right brain that allow us to tap into more empathy more curiosity more creativity and see solutions see opportunities see how we can make the most of this right and when I started to learn the science behind this it took it all to a whole new level because it then wasn't just like, okay, I'm doing gratitude, I'm writing affirmations, and it didn't feel pointless. It felt like you can actually change your brain, right? So when I started getting into mental fitness through positive intelligence and learning more about neuroscience and all of that, it not only helped me, but it allows me to help my audiences when I speak. It allows me to help my clients and be able to say, when you do these things, you actually can rewire your brain, And I totally geek out on the neuroscience of this, but you can actually rewire your brain. You can create new neural connections. So when you start to catch yourself, catch those thoughts that are spiraling into like the negativity and you start to build up the muscles of pausing and taking a breath and taking a minute and choosing how you want to react, you actually can create new neural connections so that you build more of tapping into that right side of your brain, which I think is 
fascinating. And the thing with resilience is, again, you can't just learn about this. Listening to this podcast, reading books on it, listening to other people's podcasts, watching videos, like that is all great and that's great information. But the way to actually do it is you need to put it into action. You need to start actually doing these things. So take some of these tools that I'm giving you and start implementing them because that's how you do it. So when we look at the mental fitness piece, what we're really doing, the, the neuroscience of habit formation, as we say with the with the research, is when an event happens to you, you essentially come to this fork in the road where you go, this is bad or this is a gift. And the more that we have done, this is bad, this is bad, we've created those connections and it's a habit now. So when something happens to you, you're just instantly going to this is bad. What you can learn to do is when that thing happens, you can learn to pause and choose to see it as a gift, choose to see it as an opportunity And then it gets easier over time. And one of the ways we do that is when we're spiraling, we get caught up in our head. So bring your attention to your senses. That's why people do things like breath work. That's why people tell you to do movement, take walks. Because when you bring your attention to your senses, and again, this is based on research by positive intelligence, is when you bring your attention to your senses, you actually are quieting that part of your brain that is in that survival mode and you're activating the parts of the brain that allow you to tap into creativity, as we mentioned, an opportunity, and it makes it easier for you to do. And the more you do this over time, the more you build those muscles. So really tuning into that throughout the day. So I really want you to think about, so we talked about a lot, we talked about a lot today, all of these different things, and I don't want you to go back and after you listen to this and think that you need to do all these things. Start with something. What is the thing that stood out to you the most about what I talked about? What is that thing that you think is going to be the most helpful to help you bounce back and to build your resilience so that you can go on to achieve all of the things and the amazing things that you want to achieve, right? Is it working on your self-awareness? Is it giving yourself more grace and compassion? Is it setting up more intentional time for gratitude and affirmations? Is it part of the mental fitness? Is it putting into perspective, like which of these things can you take to start implementing? And I actually have, I help clients with mental fitness. I actually have an app that I can give to my clients. It comes with a little assessment and you can actually see what is your current mental fitness, which is really fascinating. And then there's an app that goes through different mental fitness, like reps, quote unquote, like reps that you can do during your day to build your muscles. So if that's something you're interested, you should definitely reach out to me and we can talk through what that looks like to build your mental fitness. But I want you to take these things and I want you to know that you can do this no matter what you have been through. Look at the people who have been through things and try and emulate what is it that they do? What do they have within them? It's not anything that anybody gave to them. It's something that they developed within themselves and you can do the same thing. So Get out there, work on your resilience, and you've got this. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review, shared it with someone else that could use this message, or post it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you and get to know you as part of my community. I am so grateful for you. Remember, you've got this. See you next time.